Hey guys, real quick, I just wanted to tell you guys about a pretty nifty podcast software called Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's one of the easiest ways to make a podcast, especially if you're just starting out. Let me explain. First off, Anchor is a free platform. There are tons of creation tools that allows you to record or edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it could be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You also can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Cha-ching! It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one. If this sounds like the thing for you, make sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now back to the spooky tales. Welcome to the podcast where we discuss the things that are hidden in the shadows. I'm Isaac. And I'm Megan. In today's episode of Scary and Spooky Shit, uh, Nightmares and Dreams. Ooh. Yeah. So, we're going to discuss the concept of dreams and the concept of nightmares and how they have intertwined with the paranormal world. Yeah. yeah especially with my and your experience alone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, should I start off with that freaking scary-ass dream? What do you want? Okay, so, so, I tend to, like, from the previous episodes, you probably heard me talk about being as sensitive and kind of, like, dealing with, uh, I'm still trying to figure out, like, exactly what, like, I can do and all that stuff, but, um, I have a lot of dreams where, like, I, I... like there's like I don't know I'm just gonna say bluntly like there's dead people in the dream like family members and stuff like that and uh, I have a couple reoccurring nightmares and dreams that happen a lot um and one in particular dream I have which we're doing this podcast at night so I'm probably gonna be like up all night like freaking out about retelling the story at night but um it's this dream where I don't know what it is, and I've talked to uh, a friend of mine that I am, she's helping me kind of, she's also a medium, she's kind of helping me, um, like, dig through what the heck that I can do and, and why I have a certain connection with certain things, and I had this dream um, where I was in this apartment, and uh, I... Yeah, in this apartment, I wasn't married to my husband at the time. I was throwing this, like, welcoming party. 
um, you know, housewarming party. And a couple of my friends from work, I worked in like, I want to say I was like in some sort of big city, like maybe New York, someplace like that. And my grandmother, who's very loud and very flamboyant in real life, um, came and I remember she was wearing like a gold, like uh sequence dress with black flats and like kind of like a, like a pink fur thing and like didn't matter. I, I knew something was off because as as flamboyant as my grandma is and as lively as she is it just something was off and I remember looking at her and she kept looking at me like like she knew I knew something was off but to like ha 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 what are you gonna say in front of your friends type of thing and I remember I was just I was just watching her and she was doing things that just was not my grandma at all like she was my grandma, but she wasn't my grandma. And so I remember um, we were sitting there, and she was talking to my friends. And don't ask me why, but she started like kind of like waving her finger in my face, like talking but doing a hand gesture where she was waving her finger in my face. And so we got an eye eye contact with each other, and I could tell it was not my grandma. And I was like you know, I know you're not my grandma, like all communicating through our eyes. And I remember getting a spine tingling feeling in the dream. Did you really just fart? This is a serious moment. Oh my God. No more honey barbecue chicken for you. (laughs) Anyways. So, so she's waving her finger and I don't know why I got the urge to bite her finger. Like the fact that I, 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 and the thing is when I have these dreams, like in my dreams, I have, like, conscious mind. Like, you know, like, how when you have your dreams and nightmares and stuff like that, you're not really, like, thinking, like, fully thinking like you would your awake self. Anyways, so I I bit her finger, and I remember I bit it as hard as I could, right? And obviously she, she snatched, and everyone's just kind of staring, and it's kind of like everything is at a standstill. I mean, people are still, like, talking or whatever, but time is at a standstill, and she kind of, like, isolated, and, like, her she, her face didn't distort, like, crazy, but it did get a little, like, out of whack, and I remember she screamed, but then it dropped an octave lower than what her voice was, and it just said, I will slay you. And the way she said it, like, it sounded like it was coming from inside my bedroom, like in the, in not my dream world, in the real world. And remember I woke up and I could like almost hear like reverberation from the yelling in the room still. And I had that dream at different points. Like there would be like there before that, I think I was in like a grocery store and, um, this person was getting in my face. It was like a random person I never saw before was going after me and going after me. And the person pushed me and I slapped the person and they kind of like fell. And when the person came up, same voice, same distortion, same, same, I will slay you. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I have that dream. It's, there's another dream that I have, which isn't as scary as that freaking thing. But every time it sounds like it's it's coming from inside the room. Which is funny, like, I slay you. That's that's uh, like old English terminology. That's something they would say to say, I would kill you. I would, I would slay you. That's like yeah. like medieval time speak. Like, yeah. that was a phrase. It's, that it's, not, it, like, I mean, I, use it time. I mean, it, it, it 
to the point where, like, when I woke up, I was, like, frozen. Because it was, like... But at the same time, like, in the dream, I was angry at the person for taking, like... Like... I can't express, like, how I felt. Like, it was, like... I wasn't angry. I was, like, almost, like, come on, bitch, let's go. Mm. You want to you come here as my grandma? Let's go. You're not my grandmother. You want to start this? Let's go. Like... And it was just, and it was scary. And, uh, I don't know. I told my friend that's a medium about that. And she really didn't say anything about that, but she did say that. I mean, that sounds like a demonic dream. Well, the closest I ever got to, uh, demonic nightmares was, uh, I remember, I think I told you about it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard the gates of hell. Now, uh, I told you about it many times, but I forgot to mention this detail. I haven't mm-hmm. told you about it. Um, that's gonna be a surprise for you at the end. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have such a hard time sleeping tonight. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, the whole premise of the nightmare, how it started, was I was playing with my cousin outside of uh, grandpa, my grandfather's house, on a ranch, and you get a concept of a ranch. I think we talked about it in a previous episode, so the ranch alone has scary crap going to it, but uh. Just so, um, I talked about it in the past. So there's about a hundred yards of difference between, or you know, a, a distance between my grandfather's place and my my parents' place where I live, I grew up, my house essentially. Mm-hmm. So we're playing outside of my grandparents' house. It's getting late. It's like dusk, right? Sun going down. It's not nighttime yet. We're getting there, right? Mm-hmm. And I hear what it sounds like someone slaughtering pigs, right? How pigs squeal and scream yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. right? With way distance, like like far enough away, but they're so loud you can hear. And it, it it got to a point where the pig scream hit a high note and stayed there. So wee, I stuck to like stay way up there in that high tone and did not stop from there. Then I started hearing like banging, like boom, boom, like against like metal gates, right? And I was like, oh, it was giving me a headache. So I, I was going to my parents' house, which essentially was my house in my dream, mm-hmm. and. As I was making my walk over there, it got darker and darker, and I hear all this going on in the background. This is me walking in fucking in no outside light, right? On my my ranch and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So that was scary another concept of a nightmare. But I started hearing people screaming in pain and stuff like that. Like thousands and thousands of people screaming and like that. And and it's you know, all those sounds combined, screaming, banging, the high pig squeal and stuff like that. But when I got into my house, right? And it was nighttime, it was dark at this point. And all this was so loud, it was like taking over. And my brother, which isn't the funny part of the dream, like, <laughs> no, in a sense, but he hands me a biscuit saying, oh, we'll be all right, we'll be all right, all right, all right. I don't know what to make of that. But I was sitting in my chair uh, in one of the one of the rooms of the, of the house, trailer, more anything, but, um, and it's the only thing, also I started hearing like this loud, demonic, overtone voice, like low like male I don't say male voice essentially, but like a low demonic voice that was over all of it, kinda of like giving commands mm-hmm. and laughing at the same time. Right? All of that combined, all that sound. That's getting louder. And remember in my dream I had my my ears my hand against my ears, I try to block it out. And then I hear like all of this stop on a dime. Right? And I hear boom crash. Like a chain break. Yeah. And metal oh gates God. like creakily opening mm-hmm. and that's where I woke up but here's the scary shit part this is why I told you oh my god I'm ready for this I had this nightmare I was working HEB 
20, so what, 2009, 2008, mm-hmm. right? Do you remember the whole weird thing that happened where supposedly they took a microphone down to like the middle, like in a giant pit somewhere in Siberia, and they picked up the sounds of hell, right? Mm-hmm. My nightmare I had pre or before that, mm-hmm. but it sounded exactly like that. Oh my gosh. So that's where I thought maybe I heard that before and that's where I got it from. No, 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 no. I didn't knew that video existed until after. Ew. Right? And when I heard that, I got freaked out because like, that's exactly what I heard. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you know of any of the paranormal, if you're a fan of it, obviously, you still listen to this podcast. But you know what video I'm talking about. You know the recording that is supposedly fake. Mm-hmm. Right? But it was exactly what it sounded But that's exactly what it sounded like. Weird. That's like, I have a couple of dreams, and it's not really like nightmares. It's just, that is probably the, the most, like, crazy, is that reoccurring thing. And it only happens every so often. But I had a, um, I, I have a couple of dreams that reoccur. Like, I had, um... I have this one dream that reoccurs where, like, I'm driving on the highway and I have to get to this this position, this part of town, and it's not, like, the town I live in. It's, like, some, it's, like, in between, like, a big city and, like, not a big city. It's, like, it's, like, a medium-sized city, but that there's, like, ramps and bridges and stuff like that. Um, And it kind of looks like downtown Wilmington a little bit, a little bit, like, that. how those ramps kind of go, but, like, bigger. And there's, like, a drawbridge, but there's no center to the drawbridge. And you have to, like, make it across the jump. And sometimes I'm with, like, my grandma, my siblings, my whatever. And sometimes the car is an old, beaten-down, like, thing. Sometimes it's a nice car. Sometimes it's that. And I have to get to the other side. Sometimes I don't make it. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the jump. Sometimes I'm awake when I get to the other side. Sometimes I don't make it to the other side. And for some reason, anybody that knows anything about, like, dream dictionaries, dream decoding or whatever, Mm -hmm. if you know what that means, please let me know. Because I I know, like, I think water is, like, a change or, like, when it comes to, like, a crossroad or something. Um, So I don't know why I always have that. And then I had another dream where I'm in a swamp, right? And then the people that are with me always change. It's, like, siblings and families and stuff like that. Um, but it's like, I'm on this canoe and there's a a canoe in front of me that a guy's holding a lantern. I don't know who this guy is. It's almost like a black figure. Um, almost like a, like a typical, like fisherman. Like he kind of looks like a Gordon's fisherman guy. You know what I'm talking about? Like the guy on the cover, but he's an all black and it's like more of a shadow. Like he's far enough where the shadow and it's dark, it's dark, it's murky, it's very muddy. And, uh, I go and there's just like little cabin hut things. No one's in them, you know, and I, I, I get out, the guy stops ahead and points for me to go in these cabins. And I, and I tell whoever I'm with, I gotta go look in these cabins. Like they're not even cabins. They don't even have doors. It's just a door frame. And I go in and inside is old photographs. Like, sometimes it's of people, sometimes it's, like, it's black and white, like, Polaroid photographs, and they're hanging on the walls or on the ground, and I, I can't figure out who it is in the, in the pictures. 
but there's different cabins and we just are stopping along the way to these different cabins. And for whatever reason, when we get to the last cabin, I'm told to hurry it along for some reason. Like I hear the guy, the the guy up front, like hurry it along, come on, we gotta move. Like he yells from the front thing, and then that's when I wake up. But it's very muddy. Like the the best way I can describe is like very like sludgy and muddy and swampy, like and dark. That's the best way I can describe it. Uh, if you want to talk, you want to talk about meanings. Let's talk about the uh, science you enter, mm-hmm. which scientists still today have ideas, but not 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 actual tangible proof. And what the consensus the word looking for. Conclusion? Not conclusion. Consensus. The conscious? No. They all agree upon it. I'm trying to think of a smarter word for it. Anyway, but they all agree upon, right? Mm-hmm. No, you already, anyway. Is that your mind, when you go to sleep and you get into a random sleep, right? Mm-hmm. The part of the time you're dreaming. Yeah. So the shortest part of your sleep. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, your dream might last like hours, but actually it was a couple minutes, right? Um, is that it's, it's compiling all the information that you experience in the day, mm-hmm. right? That's why they say if you really want to mess with your dreams, try watching two different movies or a show or something, combining them, and somehow they're mixing and blend together, mm-hmm. which it happened a lot. Like, I remember one time when I watched, like, a new movie, and then I watched, like, an old movie that had nothing to do with each other. Mm-hmm. Somehow they would blend in my dream. But essentially they compile... All the information your brain's doing that of the day, right? Picking or choosing what's supposed to be short-term memory, long-term memory, stuff like that. That's why when people tell you, you know, when you're making a major decision, sleep on it, mm-hmm. right? Because when you wake up, you basically have a better outlook on the decision you're going to make. Yeah. Anyway, but what we see in our dreams never has a beginning, never has an end. We kind of like jump into the movie midway, not knowing what the hell is going on, but it's going along with it anyway. Sometimes you see yourself in first person. Sometimes you see it's third person, right? Now it all depends, and sometimes it changes. Like for some weird reason, I am unbeatable in my dreams. Mm-hmm. I have fought a lot, and a lot of people in my dreams and never lost. It's like I can't lose. Yeah. Like all the kung fu movies and fighting action movies I ever watched compiled in my memory, and I use that in my dreams to combat people, which is a weird thing to think about. But this is one of the weird things in my dreams. But the faces you see in your dreams. Remember you talked about this before, that they're like faces of ghosts, right? Yeah, that have been watching you. Yeah. You get to know maybe. And the faces you see in your dreams are random people you see in your life. The one person you look at once and never look at again, your mind remembers and puts a basic background noise for your dreams. Mm -hmm. Um, And another thing, too, you can never experience any. You can never experience things. Blah, you can never experience anything in your dreams that you haven't experienced in real life. Some people say they can fly. Well, you felt falling, so you know the sensation of flying in the air with yeah. no gravity, right? And that's why when I, I jump in on trampolines, I can jump like forty feet in the air because I know what the feeling feels like, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, something dirty. Um, that's why you can't have wet dreams. So actually, I've had sex in real life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact for you. Um, and nightmares. <sighs> nightmares are probably the, the essence of fear 
or something that you're suppressing that's trying to break through, right? Mm -hmm. um, I, had, I always had a, a reoccurring member being chased by a giant bull, like a bull the size of an elephant, right? Mm. That black and fire shooting out of his nose and like red eyes and shit, chasing me, right? Mm -hmm. And he would chase me in schools, he would chase me at home and stuff like that. The last year I remember having it chasing me was I was a kid, right, 13, 14, and uh, I was trying to get away from him on my ranch, and I actually ran to the house. And I don't know how he was able to fit inside the house, but somehow he did. Just running to you, smashing shit up. And I was able to float out of a window onto the roof where he couldn't get me. But that's the last time I remember having that particular dream. And people say, oh, you're running from something, something made your decision, or something like that, right? There's different yeah. ideas, but no one really has, you know, tangible proof. But you have something weird. Mm. Uh, premonitions involved with dreams, right? Seeing the future and stuff like that. Which is one particular dream that I remember that actually did happen in real life. Scene for scene, shot for shot, word for word. Yeah. You don't let me talk about exes, but I'm going to talk about one. <laughs> the girl was dating at a time. Uh, I think her name was Lisa. Oh, that's DX too. <laughs> anyway, in the dream, well, this is before I met her. Mm -hmm. I had a dream I was dating a girl. We were on a school bus, and we were passed by something, and she got frightened, and she would like you know put her head into my chest, but she kept scratching her arm because she was scared of something, right? Like in pain, right? But scratching her arm like that. that I was saying it's going to be right, don't worry about it, stuff like that, in my dream. And I started dating her a year or so, same thing happened. We passed some town, she got frightened. She started, about what? She didn't fucking tell me. Weird. But she said something bad, remember that, and she's in that town, like she remembers something bad, so she didn't like it, right? And she was getting freaked out about it, and she kept scratching herself. Um, uh, like a, I guess like how people cut themselves, in a sense, right? But... Scene for scene, shot for shot. Weird. Same thing. But that's the only time I remember specifically that I saw it happen before it did. Even before you were dating her. Oh, well, that, well then no. That's that's not the first time. Because didn't you say like you literally had dreams about me and you? Oh, yeah. Before? That's another really weird thing. I just remember thing. that. Thank you for reminding me. No, um, I would have, when I was single for like four years before I met mm -hmm. you, right? I told you this before, but yeah. I don't really were listening to premonition stuff. I would consistently thought and, and and think about my future wife or girl I wanted to be with. Me being single for so long, you know, you kind of want that, especially for lonely people. But me specifically, so I constantly thought. I prayed about it. I wanted and that. And every ever so then, I would have a dream about being with a girl. I never saw her face. It was always in flux. Same for her hair. But the situations I was put in with her, I was with her. Like, remember one specifically, uh, me and the girl, since you became you, uh, were at some cabin house place during, Ooh, the, that's weird. during the day, mm -hmm. like, like a camp, like mm -hmm. a camp, right? I remember the cabin is the way it looked, and I remember the color of the girl's hair was like reddish-brown, curly-ish, right? Uh, but it, it, it fluctuated from that to dark brown. Yeah, which, that's what my hair Yeah, but I never saw, I never saw her face. Another one, I remember we were at a concert or something, and where we were sitting was like in the grass, mm -hmm. and it was cold, and I was holding her in my arms to keep her warm, 
Mm-hmm. That's one. Another one is what we were at another concert, but at the White Rabbit, the main place where I always played. Mm-hmm. Like a good like a, a bar, essentially a club. And for some reason, one of the rooms for the main stage went to another room where they had a mean bag chair and a place to hang out. Mm-hmm. Me and her were there, and I kissed her. Mm-hmm. Again, never seen her face. But the most, the most clear image I got of your face, mm-hmm. essentially, was I was listening to a song, and I remember the song specifically. It was uh, Sia's uh, My Love, mm-hmm. which was from the Twilight soundtrack. Oh, the, my gosh. <laughs> cheesy on cheesy. I know, I know. But I was listening to that, and I was somewhere between awake and asleep. And I was mm-hmm. thinking to myself, I wish I could see her face. I wish I could see her face. And moment between awake and asleep, there's a part of the song where the, where the, the low, it, it, it reaches a high point in the song, and it gets real powerful with the background music and everything. And I saw your face. Mm-hmm. But with sunlight behind you, right? And clear as day, I could see the shape of your face, your eye color, your hair was kind of was disordered because of the sunlight behind you, and you mouth, I love you. Oh, creepy. And in the brief moment I saw that, Not I was... Not creepy, it's like... Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But the brief moment I saw that, it was like, it, it woke me up, and I woke up, and the song was already done. Funny thing is, I heard the song in that point of sleep, but I woke up, and it was already like six tracks down. Right? I was like, hey, I, got, I, was, I was just, like, soaring. Well, I... Because when I met you, that's why I was like, I had that, that moment of... Like, bugging out. What? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, crazy. Did you know that the study of dreams in scientific research laboratories, um, basically the discovery of REM sleep, was only discovered and only, like, really put into research laboratories in 1953. Dreaming has been around since God knows. Yeah. I mean, it's something that humans do, so the crazy thing is that they didn't start it until 19... or didn't really research it until 1953. Like, did no one say, like, what the heck's going on? And you go to sleep. Kind of, I kind of wonder what people, like, back in, like, the real olden times, like, the 1800s, what they dreamt about. Or, like, people... Well, they they thought their dreams told the future, right? Or yeah. the omen or something, right? Um, there's a movie, not... It didn't do that great, and it was they, based on the video game, which wasn't based on a video game, they just stole the name from it. It was called Final Fantasy, right? Which wasn't based on the games at all. But the concept of the movie was pretty interesting, but... Regardless of the point, I didn't like it. What I'm talking about is uh, there was they had technology in that movie that would record your dreams, mm-hmm. right? And I was thinking to myself, that would be awesome, or would it be? If you can record your dreams while you sleep and go back and play and watch it, you know, mm-hmm. would it look murky, like how your memory sees it, or be more clear? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Start figuring shit out about yourself. <laughs> but um, one trick that I tried doing was lucid dreaming, which is the ability to go into your dreams and have full control. Mm-hmm. Now, it's a hard practice to do, and it takes a lot of, a lot of timing and stuff. And see, the, the crazy thing about my dreams is, like, I don't even know how to explain. Like, it's not like full lucid dreaming. I can't control what's in the dream per se, but it's like I'm caught, like I'm awake in the dream. Like, I, I fully am thinking. Like, you know, like, sometimes when you're in your dream, you kind of think. 
you start thinking kind of sluggish like like it's not like this stuff is like abstract but it's like i have actual rational thinking in the dream it's weird well you know why you you technically dream every single night but your mind chooses what to remember what not to Mm -hmm. it's actually i think a neurochemical disorder thing makes you wonder what you're missing that's when you wake up in the morning like what did you yeah i wish i could remember everything the dreams that you remember the most, nightmares or dreams, you're meant to remember for a reason, right? Whatever that reason is. Or they just have the most impact, impact and they basically burn into your memory so much that you actually see it as an actual memory. But see, some people, like, they get disoriented because sometimes a dream they think is a memory, and they like, I remember you doing that. I remember we were here. Like, uh, I, think it, I think it was a dream, bro. Right? Yeah. That kind of concept that happened a lot. I know it happened to me a couple of times. I think like I think we had this in the house or something, and I go looking for it. Mom was like, "What are you looking for?" Like, whatever it was. I'm like, we never got that. But I remember if we went there and we did this. And like, no, yeah. that happens to people. But yeah, weird. Well, lucid dream. I was saying. Um, I've actually never done it once. Mm. But it was when after Kelly was born and our sleep schedule messed up. Oh yeah. Like that. Yeah. Um. I remember sitting in my chair and I had him in my arms and I remember I was like trying to fall asleep and I was like halfway awake and for some reason it clicked in my mind I was sleeping or I was dreaming but I was I was conscious I knew what I was doing I was like well sweet I can do whatever I want and I opened the door and I, I, I apparently was in my high school when I was a kid and I opened the door and I ended up like in, in a house I was when I was like in California yeah. right because that's there's a dreams fear watch inception but <laughs> it's a good movie but um it's it's like it never makes sense, mm-hmm. right? And it's almost like a uh, was that painter who who drew the, the painting of the stairs? I don't know. I forget the damn name. MC Escher, no, something like that. Escher, mm-hmm. something like that. Anyway, the concept probably is continuously like a maze of of weaving of going the door to this door and different different spots and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, that's that concept, which is both dreams. Do but I was only in control for every a little bit of time before I was waking out of it. It's like your mind does not want you to be in control of your dreams. But like what I learned about lucid dreaming is that you have to mess up your sleep schedule. Like you have to like go from wake to sleep to wake to sleep to a point where your mind can't tell the difference. Yeah. And then you you wake up into that point and then you have full control. Yeah. Well. Isn't astro projection kind of in that same category? It can lead to it. Because the same concept hasn't happened. Now, did I talk about the other one? Or the podcast? Yeah, I remember the two times I did. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah, I think, yeah. So I even think I talked about the slaying dream in another podcast episode. Well, uh, those are people who <laughs> hear it again. Uh, but, um, like I said, my brother tried to astro project. And the whole concept was to get yourself to a point of being awake and asleep at the same time. But what the trick he figured out is that when you did it, when you tear yourself out of your body, right, it's it's sluggish, you're so tired, and it's hard. People who can do it, like, you know, not thinking about it, obviously, because they have the ability to do it. Right? People learning it is very hard. But the two times I did it, it was because of sleep paralysis. Paralysis. Mm-hmm. Saying it wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah. Because of the full rage and trying to touch up on my body, which leads to astral projection, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, some people 
think they're dreaming when they're actual after projecting. Right? That's the scary part. What if you never wake up? Mm. Which I remember someone told me that one time. Like, what if you, you know, I had my uncle told me that one time. They like, got into a nightmare and he couldn't wake up out of it. Yeah. You know, it's something else weird. My grandma told me to. Mm. <laughs> I, think, I think it was just, I think it was for me to get off my her her bed or something. Because she said if I lay my head on someone else's pillow, you absorb their nightmares. That's crazy. And I was like, what? <laughs> I think she was just saying that for us to get out of the room. But, um. That's, that's a scary concept to think. What if you could absorb people's nightmares? Or, Why just nightmares? Why are the dreams? Yeah, I don't know. But see, you know, some of those pills kind of gross anyway. Yeah. Especially yours with slobber pants. Oh my god, that's embarrassing. <laughs> and I don't even slobber. <laughs> no, I. Depending on the situation, I tend to be. It depends on how tired I am. I can be an open mouth. Well, okay. Talking about my slobber, this guy sweats like lord, lord. Like it could be dead of winter. He could literally be like nothing but his underwear and still sweat. I like the cold. Yeah. Well. <sighs> Sorry. Yeah, we're tired. Yeah. It's starting to get to that time of night. It's like, well, technically it is Tuesday and not Monday anymore. We started recording on Monday. We recorded a whole two days? Yeah. You say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that's why I was saying that the, the telling the dream is a little creepy right now because it's at night. I normally don't like to record the paranormal podcast at night just because it, like, amps up my scarediness. But I just remember um, oh. the sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say that properly. I keep forgetting saying it wrong. <laughs> he has a knack for saying things like words wrong. It's the way I hear or the way I read it. So I say instead of pen. So, anyway, SP. Let's call that sleep paralysis. Okay. SP. Um, okay. People who have cases of that, um, some of the stuff they experience is haunting. I remember one story I read of a woman who. Had it and she was literally dragged out of her bed. Oh, freak that. That's that's where we cross the line. By a black shadow. Ew, ew, ew. Right? And ew. she could feel herself, but she couldn't scream. She couldn't move. She's basically a dead fish, essentially, being dragged out of bed by this and hearing this creature talk. Right? Mm-hmm. And basically, she was like, felt like she was floating above her bed at one point and it literally wakes up out of it and falls into her bed. <sighs> Thank you for telling me that. Right? Yeah. So, that's the concept of dreams. And people, the, the whole, the, this, the, the science behind it, when they say sleep paralysis, basically is that you haven't actually woken up from your dream yet. Right? Mm-hmm. Your mind is still asleep, but your body woke up. Hence why you can't move. Oh, wow. Your muscles are essentially in frozen when you're sleeping. So you don't freaking kick and jump, or they're numb. That's it. Your, your limbs are numbed. So you're not kicking and jumping and like running as you would in your dreams, mm-hmm. right? Your body does that automatically to keep you asleep, essentially. Mm-hmm. That's why when you're when you're when you sleep and you like you get that you jump in your bed, like yeah. your legs just shoots up and you get that feeling of falling. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that's happened to me a lot. You know what? Actually, this is kind of embarrassing. But you know why that happens? Huh? Stress. Really? It's a it's a it's a releasing of stress in your body. Mm-hmm. So if you stress out real bad, you, you'll automatically do that by the end of your day. Like if you're dreaming about something, you think about walking, and then you miss a step, you, 
Yeah. You do that. No, I remember one time, and it's happened like maybe twice. I was younger. I had to be like 10 and then maybe maybe like 12 or 13. I remember I had a dream one time where I literally in the dream had to go to the bathroom. And like I said, oh crap, I gotta go to the bathroom. So in the dream, I walked to the bathroom, sat on the toilet like normal. In real life, I actually had to pee. And I remember I, in the dream when I peed in the toilet, I peed in real life. Peed Pretty much, yeah. No. That happened to me a, a kind of, not like a lot, a lot, but it happened to me quite frequent when I was like 10 or 11 for whatever reason. So speaking of that, we're talking about how your body numbs yourself, essentially, right? That's why people see things. But my, my thing about it is that people who have bad SP, Right, they have it consistently. They see shit, stuff like that. It's not because, and they always see the same things too. So it always bothers me how scientists say, "Oh, your mind's not asleep. Your 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 what your experience isn't real." Like, then why do multiple people always see the same shit? Yeah, dark figures, ghosts, demonic shit all the time. But my theory is, or my theory is, is that those people who are good at SP and stuff like that, or have bad cases of it, always have the ability to astral project because they have the ability to astral project spirits are attracted to them because as soon as you leave that body they're jumping right in right mm-hmm. or at least they want the ability to so um which i got the idea from uh sinister Ugh. right yeah was it sinister no i think it was, it was insidious insidious yeah sinister is a whole different movie insidious right the same concept which was based on actual stuff that theory and stuff but um, insidious, so the whole they were waiting around for the kid to be fully out away from his body long enough so they could take over his body and stuff like that. Same thing can apply to real life with people who have bad SP when it comes to having experienced it consistently, right? So my brother mm-hmm. did it a few times. What he saw was like a deathly, like uh, from uh, Harry Potter, the the uh, the, 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 the hollow crew. Pretty Harry Potter fan, they are killing on this. Uh, what's the name of the, the, the black ghost thing that take people to Azkaban? I know what you're talking about, but I don't yeah, know. I don't remember the name. They, they guard Azkaban, essentially. Yeah. Um, but they can suck your soul out. So like he saw that floating above his bed. Yeah. Right? He saw me sitting there playing video game. Yeah. But he couldn't yell out to me. Uh, what was that thing? Astral projection. Yeah. So, um, on that subject of your body giving yourself the chemical to stay asleep or physically numb, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it doesn't happen correctly and you sleepwalk. Ooh, that's got to be creepy too. Right? That people that do that, they're actually experiencing their dreams in real life and start sleepwalking, which I've actually done a couple of times. I actually... I was so, Don't want to hear a story about me sleepwalking? No, I'm going to tell you a story no, about my uh, younger sister. And me and my oldest, or we all have an older sister, me and my younger sister that was older than my youngest sister uh we were i remember we were up one night it was like a friday or saturday so we were up we were watching um a whole bunch of different shows and stuff and we were all in the living room and i had a youngest sister that for whatever reason like sleeping on the couch in the living room right so we were sitting there and i remember she woke up right she had to be like maybe five six she woke up in the living room, spun three times, right? And then, like, the first door to down the hall to anything was the bathroom door to the left. 
remember she ran in the bathroom door and I hear like a plunging sound, right? And then she comes running back in and she goes to sleep like nothing happened. We went in the toilet, we went in the bathroom to say, what the hell, you know? And we went in the thing and she shoved the towel down the toilet. <laughs> I don't know what the heck that was all about, but she never once woke up. Like her eyes were shut. Uh, not me. The two times I sleepwalked, right? Mm-hmm. Only twice. I, my mom's ever told me of anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, once was when I was, let's say nine, mm-hmm. right? Maybe ten. We're in California, and uh, I sleepwalk and I pee on the washer and dryer. <gasps> like I like walked up to it, like it was Cochino. a toilet. Yeah, she was pissed. Like, what are you doing? Like, I didn't react to her at all. I just walked back to bed. Um, that was the point. But the second one was weird. Uh, she said, I came to the room, and her room is in California, wide-eyed. My eyes were open, right? Saying that I wanted to, to play a video game or something. She goes, what are you doing? No, it's late. Go to bed, right? I want to do it. But you know, I got mad. I disappeared. She went down the hall. Then I came back, walked into her room, went to the bathroom, and started twisting towels. Yeah. Like, twisting them, right? Over and over Oh, yeah, that's what I'm like... <laughs> Just kept twisting them. She says, "What are you doing?" And I didn't say anything to her. I just kept twisting them, and then basically I just dropped them and went back to bed. Ew, that's a creepy ass thing. But my eyes were wide awake. She said, "I did this with a wide eye, like I wasn't." She thought oh I was awake. And she told me about it out. the next morning. Right? She said, "What are you doing with the towel?" I said, "Who talking about?" She said, "You came in the room." Said, like I don't remember doing that. She goes, "Mister Seawalking." That is creepy as hell. Right. The fact that you were twisting the towels, that's weird. And I thought to myself, the dream I had that night, and I was thinking, the only thing I had a concept of, and I remember, the only, the only thing I can think of, anyway, um, is I had a dream that I kept trying to tie a rope together to help. We were, I was driving with friends in a Jeep, and we were going off the side of a cliff, and one of the friends was falling off, and I was trying to tie a rope past okay, them. Okay, well, that meant, then that makes, a little, to him. that makes a little bit more sense. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of, because I tried to tell her about my dream, like, that's maybe why. Um, but the whole, I wanted to play video games and then going down the hall somewhere. She didn't see where I went. And then coming back and it's twisting towels the entire time. They look scary though. Mm-hmm. There be cases of kids that sleepwalk, like Killian's age, you know, your brothers. They walk and they walk to a room and they stare at a spot and they start talking to someone. Ew, Isaac. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or they stare at the ceiling or something. Ooh, okay. And yeah, they I freak know. their parents out and shit like that. Yeah. Oh my god. Thanks for giving me like the ultimate chills. And then oh, yeah, we're not gonna do this at night anymore because <laughs> I'm gonna have a hard time going to sleep. Speaking of which, um this is the third episode of the three episodes of releasing. So if yeah. you listen to this in a row, um, nothing new. But second episode we recorded, uh, the paranormal investigations. Um I don't know if you could hear it at a certain point in the episode or something like that, but there was a spot where I was talking to you mm-hmm. and in the corner of my vision I saw something that looked like a bug mm-hmm. in the corner of my eye move into a perfect vision like it was coming because the door is to my right, the lawyer sitting in the room. Mm-hmm. And I looked at my perfect vision like a bug was flying up, so I turned to look at it, but there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. So it almost looked like a shadowy bug in a sense, but there's no bug. Yeah. That's the only weird thing I experienced last episode. Mm-hmm. But it seems us talking about this is 
I don't know, maybe I'm coming over and interested in what people are talking about. I don't know. But creepy. Yeah. Which is weird is that um the sleepwalking and stuff like that, that's the generalization of what they think like, based on why we do it. I I remember reading about people that actually sleepwalk and go outside. Yeah, and, that, and that's like a yeah, that's like a it's really dangerous. Like I that that just sounds like a bad you know, I don't know if it's true or not. I've heard things against it and for it. Never wait to sleep water, right? Um, is that because they're going to shock, right? Which some people say they will. It's just when they come out of it, they're in shock of where they are. Right? Imagine waking up and you're like standing in front of your friend and they're waking you up and you're like in the middle of a fucking street. You know, you fucking... Right? Because uh, some people who've been woken up from sleepwalking have gone in the shock and some people who've been woken up from sleepwalking they started swinging and shit and like hitting the people. Oh, and, like they don't know where they are. But I just heard a bang out there. What? I don't know what the freak that is. Did it pick up? I don't know. Should your grandma moving around? I don't know. Weird. I don't know. I haven't replayed any of the episodes yet, so that's something I was worried about. Huh? Um, us picking up stuff on the microphones that we don't hear. Oh, that would be crazy, but that would be kind of cool for the audience if that were to happen. <laughs> I would say. That's why I don't I don't even edit these at night. <laughs> like, it's during the day. No paranormal ones, anyway. Yeah, because it's a uh, little creepy. What was that timeline? We are at 43 minutes. Mm. So, yeah, so for these episodes, as you can kind of tell from the previous episodes, we're going to pretty much keep them for about an hour, hour and a half. Depending, I mean, if it's on the subject that we really, you know, I'm going to go in depth about, um, then yeah. Well, yeah, this is a, a, another thing. Um, and right to the now permission thing that I had, it was, I don't know if I talked about this, I think I talked about it in the NYC. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I talked about some stuff. But my condition that I've had mm-hmm. repeatedly about me especially having deja vu and having you know an attack essentially mm-hmm. not you know, physical but well like I, I chalked up to a seizure mm-hmm. but after learning about what seizures are I can't call it that mm-hmm. the whole thing happens that when I have deja vu my heart feels like being squeezed so do my lungs like I can barely breathe feel nauseous like I'm about to throw up the room's spinning and I got a massive headache feels like electrical surge in my brain Mm-hmm. All at the same time. And this usually happens when I had deja vu, right? Mm-hmm. Like bad deja vu. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was a kid, when it first started happening, it's because I remember a dream. Oh, excuse me. I remember a dream that was long for me. And it had to be like 13 or 14. A really long ass dream that took place in several places. And every time I would have these deja vu attacks or seizure things, um, I would remember parts of points of that dream. Yeah. And one point I remember that makes no sense to me. I see the image in my head is a shower, a standing shower, like the ones you see in trailers with like a plastic side, like it's like only two corners essentially, like one side, one side, sitting in the, like standing in the middle of a field of like a rural part of Texas, like open land with trees behind stuff like that. Right? It's standing there in the middle of that fucking field. And the reason why it's there 
right? Mm-hmm. And my uh, second cousin, Abel, on a four-wheeler, coming to pick me up. And that's all I remember. From this long-ass dream supposedly that caused these episodes to happen in the first place. But I have my own theory on why they, the episodes happen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they relate to dreams at all. Of course they do. I don't know. It was, it's, it's my idea of, uh, of me slipping between realities. And what I do when that happens, that's what the pain causes. Me experiencing a different reality of memories from another version of myself causes me that pain. Like I'm getting, like I'm downloading information from someone that's myself from another reality, and that that act of downloading information or at least the memories causes me that pain. Yeah, that's the best way I can chalk it up to. And learning what I have so far in quantum mechanics and quantum theory and the multi multi universe theory and all that stuff started to make sense because if I get a which is all said and done, hopefully go to doctoring, get one of those, uh, not CAT scan, but whatever they do that on your brain to find neural uh, misconceptions or whatever in your brain. But if they do that, find nothing wrong, then what else the hell could it be? Yeah, true. But, um... Weird. <laughs> we're both weird, my love. I know. <laughs> Uh, the whole reason why he did this in the first place. Yeah. But I hope you guys enjoy the three episode uh, marathon. Yeah. And we appreciate all of the the Instagram support. Like, I am actually kind of like blown away at the fact that, I mean, it, to some people it may not be a lot, but we have 100 followers, which is kind of, kind of. Which is another something. Well, I'll go more in depth about the whole quantum theory thing when we do episode on that stuff. Yeah. So. I guess we can kind of talk about a little bit about how going forward. So, like, again, going forward, we're going to upload every Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be one episode. And uh, obviously, leading up to the new episode, you'll um, see a lot of stuff on Instagram, you know, like engagement posts and stuff like that. Um, as always, if you guys have any paranormal experiences you want to share with us or any crazy stuff that's happened to you, dealing with any of the subjects that we talk about, any subjects hidden in the shadow type of thing, um, DM us. And then um, I think eventually once we have a lot of people or uh, enough story people uh, stories that you know people are willing to share, you know, will let us put it on the podcast. Um, yeah, we'll do a whole episode, a whole episode on that. Yeah. Titled Your Ghost Stories. Yeah. Which is fun. And some of the stories, because I pretty much um, am the one on Instagram, you know, running the Hidden in the Shadows podcast Instagram. Isaac is on there sometimes, but I'm the main person, so I may not even tell Isaac some of these stories and just get his true reaction on the air, mm-hmm. which will be kind of interesting. But, um, yes, so... So now we're going to pick for the next episode. So this will be the first episode that's by itself, not with the physical. The launch thing, of course, we put all the three episodes together for you guys, so you get a good feel. Uh, but this will be the first episode we release next Friday, which is the 17th. All right. Let's do that. Uh, uh, Ouija boards. Ouija boards. So in Paranormal... Ouija boards are something that gets popped up a lot. And I think uh, I, I'm 
not for Ouija boards. I don't think Isaac is. And yeah, they're some... extremely dangerous tool, and, and we're basically going to talk about why you should never use them, or at least never do the act of but, them. But with that being said, to... I am going to reach out to different mediums, different paranormal investigators, and get their viewpoints on it, too. Because we're against it, but there are people that do it and say, oh, it's no big deal. But I have some stories, actually, that go all the way back generations, dealing with Ouija boards in my family, that, like, pretty much my grandparents, like, they would kick you out of that. My grandpa would kick you out of the house if you as much as uttered the word Ouija boards. And we're also going to kind of, like, dig into, like, the history behind Ouija boards. And how it ties in with paranormal and all that stuff. Well, you so, go talk about the paranormal world, cannot not talk about Ouija boards. Yeah, because that's the first thing, especially someone that doesn't know about Ouija boards, they're gonna automatically go through that. Which it should never become a game. Yeah. And I have and I have a crazy story, crazy story that actually connects me and my mom, Ouija boards, and I wasn't even I never even did a Ouija board. But I have a crazy story, and you have to tune in the next episode to find out, because a crazy story, I'll tell you, like, little yeah. No, it's me and my mom, there's a connection between me and my mom, and my connection, my thing happened in a classroom with a bunch of kids. Mm. Mm. Interesting, huh? Mm. And it's spooky as hell. And it's why I will never even, because, like, when they... Never mind. I'm not gonna tell. It's gonna tell way too much. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So Ouija boards is gonna be the next episode. It's gonna be episode four. And if you guys have any topics you want us to talk about and add into the jar of conversation topics for um hidden in the shadows, make sure there is a post that you can leave it. And sometimes I'll even put it in the stories, um, in our Instagram stories that you can, um, put it in there as well. So yeah. if you guys want us to talk about like certain specific urban legends like my cousin recommended uh or wanted us to talk about Lucifer, which is the Denver airport. That's gonna be an episode at that some point. Yeah. And so we'll probably do an episode on that and then there's like different like urban legends that maybe we'll dig into. But if there's a specific one you guys wanna talk about, throw it at us, we'll add it into the jar and then hopefully at some point we'll we'll uh uh, pick it out of the jar and yeah. do it as an episode. So, thank you guys for tuning in to episode three of our lunch episode. of our lunch episodes. Um, make sure, like I said, to follow us on all social media. By the time this episode goes out, we should have like all social media on Facebook and uh, Twitter. Huh? Twitter. Twitter and all that stuff. And we are gonna try. Maybe it'll be up by the time this episode is out, but to get on all also on YouTube as well. Yeah. So you guys can listen to on YouTube because some people that's easier. So. So until next time, we scare you with our horror.